the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ and Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. David Ross is on assignment in the Southern Ocean, so hopefully we'll hear something from him when he gets back sometime after the 10th. I think yeah, it, it should is. be. Uh, he should be telling some pretty good stories, I imagine. Yeah, I got an email from him the other day. I, I had sent, him a, sent one to him to ask him a question, and he asked him if uh, he'd been able to keep all of his food down, and he said, so far. So he, <laughs> But he did say that when they, when they, when they left Argentina and headed south through Drake's Passage, um, he said it was pretty. He said they were in some pretty big seas, and he said the captain came. The captain told him after they got through it that they had been in fourteen meter swells. Wow! So that's pretty big. Yeah, I would have. I don't think I would want to see that. I think I would want to stay in my, my bunk. <laughs> yeah. Try to ride it out. Right, yeah. ride that out. Yeah. yeah. Well, good morning. Yeah. Good morning. That's all right. That's a good story. I've been in contact with him as well. We've been sharing pictures and talking. Yeah. So he's enjoying it. Yeah. Saw right. some saw some pictures of penguins. So not a lot of trees that he sent. Not a lot of flowers or anything. Of, yeah. Of, or of, of any kind down there. Um, does look interesting though. I have to admit, does look interesting. Uh, let's see. No classes this. No classes until January. Actually, um, both stores are going to be dark until January. Uh, I was looking at the, I was looking at the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation to see if there's anything coming up. Um, on December nineteenth, they did have a listing for the Bromeliad Society. They're having a show and sale at the Casa del Prado. So if you're interested in bromeliads, maybe looking for something for a Christmas gift, that might be worth checking out. They did have a listing. <clears throat> I thought it was interesting. They had a listing for December nights in the Floral Association in Room 101, but I don't think that's happening. I tried. I tried to email them to find out to get a confirmation one way or the other, uh, but that's this weekend, right? I uh, know they were doing something. I saw something I, on the but news. But I think it's a drive. I think it's, it's just drive a drive through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it don't. Is. So I do, I don't think there's anything happening in Room 101. Correct. As so, far as I know, um, yeah. if you want to get a clarification on that, I would try. I would go to sdbgf.org um, and give them a call. There's a there's a phone number you can call to confirm the calendar. And that that's the on the uh, Garden Talk Facebook page as well. Oh, okay, good, good to know. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, special congratulations to our regular board op Brendan, who's getting getting married today. Yeah. So hope that goes well for him. Looks like it's going to be a night. I don't I don't even know if he's here in San Diego or where he's at. Uh, it's going to be a nice day, nice day today. It was actually actually it was kind of cold okay. yesterday, yeah, which I thought it was supposed to be warming up. So, yeah, who knows? Can't figure it out. Who I know knows? it was cl- kind of chilly this morning with a breeze. Was <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's because Ken, Ken and I know that it was chilly, so we wore jackets. <laughs> and you, on the other hand, well, yeah, at least I wore. Long you're, pants. you're a tougher man yeah. than the rest of us. Yeah, or not as smart. One or the other. <laughs> one, one or the other. There was uh, a dense fog advisory. Was there a lot of fog when you were heading out? There's no fog. Oh, my yeah. God. Poway was just socked in when I was coming Really? Out, right there was it, yeah. nothing. Once I got out of there, it was clear. No. Yeah, the fog's been pretty thick 
around my house, but it wasn't this morning. It was pretty nice. No, it was it was crystal it was crystal clear in Scripture Ranch all the way over, all the way over Miramar. Um, I did hear that we're not expecting any rain for at least at least two weeks. Was what they were saying on the news the other night. Um, there's just nothing out there. Just nothing out there. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, update on bearroot fruit trees. Uh, got a message from Tom Spellman. They have just started digging their behind schedule. Uh, said may they may be shipping <clears throat> the week between Christmas and New Year's, but most likely after the first. So that's going to be coming up. And have not gotten an update on roses, but they should be coming in any time now. I yeah, think. the roses typically yep. be coming in. We normally have them out before Christmas. Yeah, usually, right. to be honest with you, it's usually like the first or second week of December. Right. So yeah. it should be soon. They should yeah. be out shortly. Yeah. Have, have, have last not, last have. year, our, our bare root, the main bare root fruit trees, we had them out on the 30th of um, December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to hold my breath. I don't on think that we'll get there this time this year. Hold my breath on that one this year. The uh, four-inched sleeve bare root. Oh, okay. The that come in. It's not really bare root. Correct. The, the, the four-inch sleeved yeah. um, trees have all come in, and we've got a. T- we actually have a ton of stuff uh, at both stores right now. Um, as far as figs are concerned, we have. Blackjack, which is a dwarf black mission fig. We have black mission figs, brown turkey, celestial, Flanders, Janus, which is a seedless cadota. Have you, do you have a Janus? I do not. We were just talking about what we're going to put in in addition to the, the two that we currently have. Uh, seedless. That, how do you have a seedless fig? I You've been doing this longer than me. I would ask yeah, you. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't know. I, I don't know how that. Well, see, I'm not a huge fig fan, so I, I would don't not be, care enough. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I understand what you mean. That, that's my world in succulents. Yeah. I, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Um, we have the panache tiger fig. Uh, that's one we're thinking of putting in. Peter's right. honey, uh, not to be mistaken with Corky's honey delight, which is a completely different one and only grown by. Monrovia Nursery. I don't even know if we have any of those in stock right now. I haven't, yeah, I don't know. Haven't been out. Haven't seen any. Violet de Bordeaux. Violet de Bordeaux. That's my favorite. Um, white Genoa and White Genoa. So, yeah, if you want, if you want figs, we, we, we've now's got you. We've got you. Now, yeah, because yeah, once these are gone, once these sleeved right, plants are gone. gone they're, they're hard to they're, find. They're, I mean, gone, they're gone for the rest of the year. They're, Correct. They're, they're precocious, too. Mm-hmm. Those little sticks will be producing very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. They grow rapidly. Yeah. And the the success rate, the transplanting success rate from the sleeved ones compared to when we used to get them bare true root. bare root yeah, is, is much, much better. And that's that's why they did this. Yeah. Because they had problems. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you had the Violette de Bordeaux by chance? I have not. I, it Consistently, if you look at any taste test, it, it always ranks very high. Very it's, high. it's a delicious fig. Uh, we do have mulberries. We have dwarf black mulberries, which is looks more like a bush than a tree. Yeah, it's a Persian is uh, it one type. Of the Persian it's a smaller ones? one, right? And you can you can make it a tree, which would be much taller with a lot of pruning. But you let it grow as a shrub; it's more accessible. It works well. Um, pomegranates. We got a ton of pomegranates. Yeah, usually we do. I haven't. Seen what we got in. We have um, Ariana, which is that's actually one of my favorites. I do I do like that one a lot. Um, Dessert Nei, have you tried that one? I have. That's a good sweet one. It's is delicious. It? Um, Eversweet, Granada, Parfi- Parfianca. That's another one that was that's really good. I like Parf. I do have. We do have a Parfianca as well. Um, sweet. Wonderful is the stand is the old stand. I remember when Wonderful was the it's only about the pomegranate only one you could get. get. Yeah. yeah, it was. That, that yeah. I think has the most um, tartness aftertones. That's the one, if you get palm, yeah. palm juice, I think that's what you're getting. Yeah. Is the wonderful? Yeah, I think they even I think they even mention it. But yeah. it's, it's wonderful pomegranate juice. Um, we have all in one almonds, which are are great because you only need one, uh, which right. typically. Used to be that you had to buy two almonds to correct to get the pollinator out of it. Um, blueberries, we've got a 
just a, a lot ton of blueberries. There's a emerald, jewel southern, jubilee southern, misty southern, O'Neill southern, pink icing, lemonade blueberry, sharp blue, south moon, and sunshine blue. And I was. Did you say I, misty? I didn't hear you say misty because I think we have misties out yeah, there. It's okay. a, yeah, I it's in that. there. All right. Yeah. And I was talking to. God, I can't remember. Who, I was talking to one of our sales. It might have been Gabby, one of, one of our new customer service people, that we were talking about blueberries because they had commented about how many that we got in. And I said, you know, the funny thing is, is 20 years ago, yeah. we didn't sell any blueberries. Correct. Blueberries were not a thing at all 20 years ago in San Diego. You put them in the right pot, and they will last you forever. I have some that are 10 years old, and they they do very well. Yeah, as I say, they really don't want to be in the ground here. They'll grow in the ground with a lot of extra effort. Correct. Yeah, and a lot of management and going out. But you put them in a pot, your containers are fine. And I think the the first blueberry I ever remember us carrying was O'Neill's. Yeah, I think so. I, that that was the first one, but yeah, that we we did we didn't sell. They, nobody no. nobody grew them. They just it's it, true, it, yeah. it wasn't a it wasn't a thing. And now they're probably one of the most popular fruits that we sell. One of right? the most popular fruits that we sell. Uh, let's see. And one of the ones that one of the ones that used to be really big, but now doesn't seem to have carry a lot. Um, goji berries. I remember when goji berries were the the latest super the, yeah. the super fruit, yeah. Um, it's a small, tiny tomato. I mean, that's what the t- it, it tastes like. I, I, it, it grow. It's incredibly easy to grow. Yeah, it's a it weed, is. but you have to pick a whole lot of them to get anything out of it. Yeah, they're not very big. Right, not very big. Um, but if you if you want to grow here on super food, go well, berries. Grow blueberries. Are, those are, those yeah, are a good and, one to do. And there you go. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You know, you you get a you get a blueberry. You get one of these blueberries; they will, they will practically pay for themselves in one season if, with the amount I, of fruit that they produce. If I take my phone out of my pocket right now, I will show you. Ours are in bloom right now; they're starting are to they? bloom. They're flowering up, so we'll have a nice crop You'll this year if we can keep the squirrels ones. away. Right. Um, as far as cane berries are concerned, we have um, baby cakes, blackberry, Kiowa blackberry, <clears throat> Marion berry. Navajo blackberry, Alali blackberry, which is one of the more, which is one of the po- most popular blackberries that are out there, um, raspberry shortcake, snowbank blackberry, triple crown blackberry. Uh, oh, we do, and and black satin thornless blackberries, which is a it's a really nice blackberry. Like it says, they are thornless, so you don't. Get, get your hands killed. all yeah. scratched yeah. up. The, the Navajo but the, is, is but they, thornless as well. It, oh, is Navajo thornless as well? Um, but they, you give up a little bit as far as production is concerned. They don't produce quite as much as the thorn thorn varieties. Um, but I guess if you let it get big enough, yeah. you're going to get enough out of it. So, it, so those our, are our blackberries as well. are the one of those plants that I think I'm going to remember which ones we put in, and oh, these are. <laughs> You know, triple crown. These are Navajo, and I and and somebody gives you, oh, I've got some extra here, and I have no idea what varieties are in the ground now. They're delicious. They as long well, as, as long as they produce, but they I taste couldn't good. tell you which are in the ground. Yeah, my my grandparents always grew young berries. That and I, I don't know what the difference is. They they look the same to me when they're ripe. They're dark, almost black right. berries, and they have that kind of berry. Flavor right. to them, so so it doesn't matter. Does doesn't, it? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's, uh, but that was what they always that was what they always used to grow. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. back with more garden talk here on kcbq and kprz i'm ken anderson along with mark mahady and george allman david ross is out of the studio for another week or so i guess was tommy um, tommy james and the shondells were they singing about cover crops green manure could be yes yeah crimson and clover crimson and clover oh let's see some of the other stuff that is coming in uh raspberry baba berries which are very popular uh raspberry um, fall gold raspberry, which is kind of interesting because it's actually gold and not not red. Uh, Nova red raspberry. Those are uh, we also a thornless boysenberry. Grapes, we have a ton of grapes in stock. Um, black manuka. Blue, blueberry grape. Have you heard of that? One? I have not. I, I, that's a new one on me. Um, if you want to. If you want to try making your own wine, we have Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, Candace Seedless Grapes. We have Chardonnay, Eastern Concord, Crimson Seedless, Flame Seedless, Himrod Seedless. That that was one that my grandparents used to grow. And I remember as a kid, we used to just mow on those. Right. They produce like crazy. Um, Interlock and Seedless, Ladyfinger Grapes, Merlot. Golden Muscat, which is actually, I really like Muscat that's grapes. That's my but favorite I, grape. I, I, I'm, I, mean, I just don't like. The, I don't like the. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't like the seed in it. Though. Fair but, enough. But I, but the flavor wise, the flavors are they're, 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 they're really good. I like the Cabernet favorite. grapes. I, I, yeah, I think they're the, delicious, the, and, and I do like the seeds. In yeah, it. the, it's, a, it's a good grape. Yeah, the, the the wine grapes are they're, they're just smaller. They're, they're, but they're, they're smaller, but they're they they have really good flavor to them. Pinot Noir, Princess Syrah. And Zinfandel, um, we have the fuzzy kiwis in stock. Which this has—I have never been able to figure this out. Um, <laughs> the male and the Vin- female. Vincent yes. being the, the Vincent being the female. Right. Yes. Tamari, Tamari being the male. Being the male which, yeah. I, maybe they're just ahead of the ahead of their time. I, <laughs> maybe so. Um, and then we do have the um, Isai self fruitful. I didn't see any other, so we do have them. Okay. Well, yeah, I did see All I right. did see those out there, which is. Oh, maybe you know they might be listed as hardy. I think they're listed okay. as hardy kiwis, which is nice because then you don't have you don't have to plant two of them. I mean, not that two take up that much more room, but you, they are a vigorous vine though. They they take up a lot of space. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, lots of olives in stock. Uh, we have arbic arbiquinia, arbosana, Fran, frantoyo, uh, coroniki. Manzanillo, Mission. Um, oh, I guess we didn't have as many as I thought we did, but those are in, those are in stock. We also have some flowering quince in stock, and if you want to make your own beer, we have two different kinds of hops in stock. We have Cascades and Centennials. If we had less expensive water, I would have a whole lot more stuff in the yard because those flowering quince are gorgeous. They are, they really are. It's a it's a very but there's no fruit on them, so right. I'm not going to put well them you in the can ground. well you can get the you can I, I have a regular get, I have yeah. a regular quince the regular yeah, fruiting quince they're gorgeous and yeah but I yeah. used to use so them back east on the on the apple orchard to make um, apple butter use that in concert with apples to make apple butter the quince I never what what actually is apple butter it, it is basically a jelly I mean but it's yeah. it's it holds its shape better. It was just it's, it's like a, it's a, a preserve or a spread. Yeah, yeah. I got I just yeah. It was just one of those things. I I've 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 known about it and I've heard about it. I just never knew. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have any of the details on it. 
Yeah, so. my, my best friend, Rich Pombo's mom, Mrs. Pombo, would make delicious apple butter. Um, our friends that used to own the barbecue pit over in Pacific Beach, they had what I think is the best the best barbecue sauce ever. It was really, really good. Um, but it was a secret family recipe to this day. They still will not tell us what how to make it, but the, one of the ingredients in it was, was apple butter. Interesting. So, yeah, kind of. Kind of interesting. Uh, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, poinsettias are in stock in both stores. I uh, was looking at them the other day, and they, I didn't see anything really new this year. That There were a handful of really white, white. Yeah. But they, they, were, were, they were gone. I mean, as, as the young ladies were unpacking them, somebody came in and bought them all. Yeah, they and they, they were literally white, not the... That Not the off-color right. yellow, uh, right? It wasn't creamy. It was, it was white. Yeah. Yeah. And we did get some. We got some very small uh, root ball size uh, with individual flowers of the um, Christmas rose. Uh, oh, okay. The, which was that? That's actually one of my favorites. I think that's a really neat looking. Yeah, it is really neat looking plant. We may not have to buy one this year. We actually walked away with the centerpiece from the midway party last night. Oh, did you? Which was was a poinsettia. So, oh. <laughs> so we have one. Um, Christmas cactus are in, and then I was I was reading an article, which is not a very good one. Uh, the difference between Christmas cactus, Thanksgiving cactus, and, and Easter. E- Easter cactus, and they're actually three different. They're actually three different types of cactus. Um, the Christmas cactuses, typically Schlumbergia, Bridgii, um, Easter cactuses, Hattioria. Go ahead. Gertneri, <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving cactuses, another Schlumbergia. Um, it's Truncata. And the difference is in the, in the, it's in, in the foliage. Right. Yeah. And I think it's Thanksgiving cactus has much sharper. Sp- almost spines points. on yeah. the, points on yeah. the edge, and the others are the other two are more rounded. Oh, no. But okay. the the article that I was reading about it just kind of kind of it, bounced around and didn't make a lot of sense. But um, I think you and I actually talked about this a couple of years ago, I we, think and we, we did. printed it out and we were looking at it. And it's I, maybe I don't have a discerning enough eye to to see the differences, but you know, there are little points on the end of a of the of the the, the, the edge the of the branch the, branching structure or the stem. Yeah. yeah, and so you saw that, and you're like. Uh, it looks like the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, there is a difference in the flowers too. The shape of the flower yeah. is is a little bit different. But uh, we do have those. Uh, we do have the Christmas cactus in stock right now as well. And, and many of them are just in full bloom yeah. too, and they're gorgeous. Yeah, another one that uh, another holiday plant that's not typically noted for being a Christmas type plant, but just in the holiday season are cyclamen. And it's a good winter plant. It it is. It's a it's a nice cool cool season plant. But we have a we have a nice selection of those in stock. And those come in the the standard sized ones, which are usually in six inch pots, but then we also get the miniature ones in it usually in four inch. And the miniature ones, the flowers are much smaller. Um but a number of the ones a number of them will actually have a nice fra- really sweet fragrance. Fragrance, to them, yeah. So. What I didn't realize is that there are 23 species of cyclamen. I did not know that. I had no idea either. And and then they're in a a Mediterranean climate. They just they they go summer dormant. They mm -hmm. they just die off. They're tubers, and then they'll come back year after year after year. Beautiful foliage too. They are. The foliage is really pretty on those. Uh, When going way back years ago, this is the anecdotal uh, story. And this is oh, I'm ready for this. The anecdotal story. it was long before we had long before we had the Poway store open. There was a there was a greenhouse in Encinitas. I can't remember which I can't remember which exit they're on now. But it was, as you're driving north on the five and you look off to the right hand side, there's a big self storage place there now. That used to be that used to be Tuttle Farms. It was um, I think Keith Tuttle was the was the proprietor. But they grew they grew cyclamen that were the most beautiful plants I've ever seen as far as cyclamen are concerned. And we would send a truck up or I would take a truck up and we would load the entire truck full of six inch cyclamen, just an entire truckload of them and bring them back. And the other thing that was 
notable about it was every one of the ones, every every plant that they grew, as far as cyclamen was concerned, was grown in a clay pot, in a six-inch clay pot. And they had so much algae and gunk on, on the, the side of the pot the pots, that yeah. it, they, were, they were kind of a pain to deal with. I mean, it, it, just, it, would, it would get all over you. And, um, yeah, I remember going up there and just these huge greenhouses just, just full of cyclamen. And then uh, as, as it goes with uh, so, many, so many nurseries in San Diego anymore, the, the land just gets too valuable for what you're doing yeah. with it, and you got to do something else. Speaking of which, um, a friend of mine forwarded, a, forwarded <clears throat> the, page for, uh, the Facebook page for Sunshine Gardens. They're closing on December 31st. Oh, they, I didn't know they that. Are going, they are going out of business on December 31st, which is really... It, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It, it's a shame. I mean, there, there's so few... There are so few independent nurseries left in San Diego County anymore that when you lose one, yeah. it's a, it's big a, big, it's a big yeah. hit. It is a big hit. But where... Where Sunshine Gardens is, and then as you head north along Quail Gardens Drive, there's a huge, huge section of land there where there's nothing there. So I think that whole strip uh, that runs along the botanical gardens is all going to become apartments. I think they're going to develop that. The What did they the, typically grow as a supplier? Sunshine? Yeah. yeah they were retail. The retail. Oh, okay. they, but they started, they, they started out as a bedding as a, as a yeah. bedding plant nursery, right. that was Cam, was Camar. Cam, that was Cam. Camar. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. another one that's yeah. another one that's gone. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're 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 going to be disappearing. They did say that if they can find another, if they can location. find another piece of land, another location that they they hope to reopen at some point in the future. But for the time being, it's going to be hard to find another. It's going to. We'll see. Anyway. That's that's yeah. the thing. I mean, if it do, if it doesn't work where you're at, it's going to be hard to find another. Going to hard to find another piece of land where it's it's going to work. But uh, we certainly we certainly wish them the good best. People. And good people. Yeah, yes. it's a very very good organization, and uh, they are going to be they are going to be sorely missed, uh, especially in North County because there's not that much not that much up that direction. No, there's not. Yeah, I think Anderson's Lacoste is the only one up there now. But at least as far as independents are concerned, there's there's just not much, just not much there. It's true. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to be talking to Harry and Fallbrook. Harry, stay on the line. You're up next. We'll be right back. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, Here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you, and we are going to go up to Fallbrook where Harry is waiting. Good morning, Harry. How are you? Uh, good morning. Um, uh, the other day I had uh, uh, some chestnuts uh, from Italy. Uh, and if I remember correctly, a couple of years ago, I think I had another, bought another bag of chestnuts that, uh, from from Korea, <laughs> I, I think that's correct. Anyway, um, my question is, if 
if I have chestnuts from Italy, and if Italy has Mediterranean climate, why can't we grow chestnuts here? And if we can, where do you get a chestnut tree? Well, that's a good question. I I don't think we have ever had edible chestnuts um, in either of our stores. We have had horse chestnuts. Uh, as a matter of fact, Monrovia grows a red horse chestnut, but they're they're strictly ornamentals. But as far as grow, growing the edible ones here, that that is a good question. I I don't know why they don't grow, why they don't grow here. Well, it, one one thing, uh, University of California says that they are um, intolerant of alkaline soils. Well, that's probably and that right. might be that, a significant that, that might, factor right there because be we a, have incredibly alkaline soil. That could be a big part of it right there. Yeah, that 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 I would I would think that's probably the biggest reason. Okay, um, how, how about mulberries? Other than the Pakistan kind, uh, where do you get mulberries? At Walter Anderson Nursery. Yeah, we have, we usually have we have the. We'll we have, have but the, right we, now we have the the small, per, the small the Persian, which is not the Pakistan, which you just mentioned. But we we are expecting with our regular shipment some some teas weeping and cooks, and and a white one as well. The white one, yeah. yeah. We'll ha- we'll we'll have a few. Well, right a few different varieties. Year, yeah, well, a few different varieties after the first of the year. Oh, okay. Well, thank. Okay. okay. Uh, the uh, Pakistani is the long. Uh, they eventually turn dark purple like that. Yeah, they're much uh, longer. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones that you say you're going to get in uh, are they a large fruit? I, you know, I bought a um, a small white. Uh, uh, mulberry, and it was a nuisance. I, I took it out and said, you know, I was just wondering what the quality of the fruit is on the others that you have besides the Pakistani. I'm not sure what you mean by being a nuisance because I think all of those are messy fruits to begin with, regardless of which one. Well, the other, you said you're going to get several varieties of yeah, there, there's going to be – there are two Pakistani. There's a regular Pakistani and a Pakistani called Cook's Select, and that one is considered the king of mulberries. I think it's a much bigger uh, Pakistan. There's some Persians and a Persian white, and then Tea's Weeping. And the Tea's Weeping is a, is a Persian as well, but it's a weeping tree. It's, a, it's actually a very handsome bush. Uh, that yeah, it's kind the, of an umbrella. Right, that umbrella has the, like um, the smaller Persian uh, berries on it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Have a great okay. weekend. Yeah, and Harry, on our on our website, we actually have a, a listing of all of the fruit that we're expecting, and there are descriptions in there. You may want to check that out. Okay. Well, thanks. Okay. Have a great weekend. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to move down to Chula Vista where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good morning, guys. Doing really well. Uh, hey, just this isn't what I called about, but for Sunshine Nursery, Mm-hmm. They, if they if they were interested in moving to another location, the South Bay uh, might be a, a good location. I don't know what's available down here, but there is a an operation down by 905 and Interstate 5. It's called Susie's Farm. It's it's like a, a co-op farm where you, you pay a membership or something like that, and you can go in so many times a year and pick fruit, that kind of thing. I don't know what, what they'd call a, an operation like that, but... In order to do something like that, they're going to have to have land available for something like that. So might be a location for a nursery down there. I will try to pass that information off to them. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think the South Bay, as far as as far as far nurseries is concerned, um, is somewhat um, underserved. Underserved, yeah. yeah. There's, there's not, there is not much down that direction. So thank you. We'll try to get that, get that information off to them. Also, the uh, Main Street in Chula Vista, there's a lot of development going down, uh, on down there for car dealerships. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of building, uh, residential building going on down there. It might be a possible location down there. Oh, okay. Good to know. Thank you. Anyway, what I called about was I have a, had a red hibiscus bush, mm-hmm. and I was having problems with it. It was planted next to a concrete block wall, which, of course, has a footing, and um it, it just wouldn't support the bush, and uh, the bush, or the yeah, the bush didn't have any roots going back toward the wall because there's nothing to support it there, no soil. Mm-hmm. And uh, so eventually, I had to take it out. Last Wednesday, I just uh, took it out. And uh, what I did was I saved some of the uh, pretty good sized roots. And I just wonder, is it possible to reroute um, a bush from from a, uh, a viable root? 
Do you have to use a rooting hormone or something like that? To get no, if you if you've got some of the root system, no, you wouldn't have to. You, you wouldn't have to use a rooting hormone. You might try using something like Super Thrive or a root stimulator to get what's left of the root system growing again, growing again or, or reproducing. Um, if you didn't trim the actual bush back, you've got to re, you've got to remember that it it's going to be stressed because it, the root system that supported what was up above the ground it doesn't have that anymore. So you you may want to cut the you may want to cut the plant back. Um, significantly, I mean, significantly, if it's a smaller portion, yeah, maybe least, maybe yes. a, a third or a half, um, just so that the root system that's left will help support what you what what's le- what you have of the plant. Uh, also, make sure that it gets plenty of water, um, and that's about it. I mean, you, you've got nothing to lose by you got nothing to lose by trying. Uh, just be a, just so long as you know what you're what you're dealing with going into it. Okay. Probably too late for that. I ended up actually just taking the whole thing out um, because the the trunk itself, the, the the bush was probably about 23 years old. It was planted by my youngest daughter when she was still living at home. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about 23 years old. And um, I took the whole thing out. Uh, they're just it, it was just too close to the block wall, and uh, I think the trunk had actually taken a set, and I just couldn't stand get it to stand up. And the trunk was large enough that it was just it was too much to. Uh, to support just with even braces and posts and things like that. I see. Uh, there's some sentimental value to it because of my daughter planting it, and I was just yeah. wondering if there's a way to restart it, plant it out, you know, two or three feet from the uh, from the, the block wall. Yeah, that, I I think what I would do is I, I if if you if you want to give it a try, like I said, uh, go ahead and replant it. Don't bury it any deeper than it was original when you when you took it out of the ground. Cut the top of it back uh, about a third to a half. Uh, I would try using some Super Thrive on it. Um, they they don't tell you exactly what's in Super Thrive, but I have seen it. I have seen it bring some stuff back that I would have normally have just written off. Uh, it's 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 a pretty good it's a pretty good supplement. Um, and just make sure that it get that it gets enough water for what's left of the root system to support everything and see what happens. They're usually pretty resilient. Yeah, yeah, this one has been uh, been really good. In fact, the only problem I've had with it is just the Wi-Fi problem, but the mm-hmm. uh, worm gold took care of that. Yeah, yeah. The worm yeah. Gold, uh, that it clears it up. Yeah, yeah, Alan, a neighbor of mine had, had had to rip out three hibiscus in the very same scenario as you. They were just up against a house, a sidewalk beside it, and so they asked if I wanted them, if I wanted to help them dig it out, and I did, uh, and there were very little roots left. I cut it way back, I mean, probably like two feet high from a, a shrub that was seven, eight feet, mm-hmm. and... Uh, two of those three are, have been growing in my backyard for 21 years or so. So uh, just yeah, if, if you cut chance. a lot of the, as Ken said, they're pretty resilient. But it sounds like you may have already gotten rid of the shrub and you just have roots. Is, am I misunderstanding? Yes, that's uh, that's what I did. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, I I would give it a try and see see what happens. Like I said, you got you've got the nothing only the, you got nothing to lose but some time and effort and. You know, it's not gonna. It's not gonna cost a lot to to do that. So I would I would give it a shot and see what happens. Yeah, I just put the roots back in the hole and covered up with dirt and I dampened it down so it's uh, so they're not gonna dry out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll see if I can give that a try. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, let guys. us know how it goes. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. Take care. Uh, if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're gonna move on to back up north again to Vista, where Fran is waiting. Good morning, Fran. How are you? Good morning, guys. Um, I have a hedge along the the side of the house to go in, and I want it for privacy. Originally, I, it was recommended that I put a, uh, I think it's a yellow acacia tree, or or bushes or whatever it was, but it always got was really messy and everything so i'm going to have davies come out and clean up the whole area and i was thinking of putting maybe a eugenia but there are different varieties of eugenia and i wonder which is the best one to use as a hedge there well there's two basically two different eugenia as far as the hedge type are concerned there's there's two different ones there's the regular eugenias and then there's one called there's a cultivar called Monterey Bay Brush Cherry, which is far superior to the regular Eugenias. Um, there there's a psyllid that attacks Eugenias uh, that started about oh, what 25 yeah, years ago, like that, something like that. A while ago. Um, 
and the just the regular Eugenias are very susceptible to it. The Monterey Bay Brush Cherry it, variety is not nearly as susceptible, so it looks better. Um, they grow grow very quickly. They fill in very nicely. Um, make a super dense hedge. Uh, they do produce a they do produce a small the berry, berry yeah. um, oh. which some people think is a nuisance. Is I, I don't think it's that big of a deal myself. Um, and the birds like them. Uh, and you can you can let them go just as a, a with a with their natural growth habit, or you, well, you can, can you can them, you yeah. can you can shape them into a very formal hedge. I mean, if you if you want a a solid rectangular sharp edged hedge, you can you can do that with them, or you can just let them go, um, top them off at the height that you want them to be, and then just have it fill in. They they mm-hmm. work very very well. Okay. Um... And I know that the berries, uh, we used to, this was a long time ago, used to make uh, jam with the berries mm-hmm. as long as you do it organically, of course, and mm-hmm. you don't use any other right. chemical products. We used yep. to do that, but that was so long ago, and the acacia just didn't work out. So I'm going to give it, now, do you carry the Monterey? Uh, yeah. In? Yes, we do. Yeah, it's something that we normally stock. Okay, and how, um, because the width of the area that I want, because it's a fence, a chain link fence, mm-hmm. So it's about ten feet. Is that uh, enough of a width for them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you would probably to, to fill in an area like that. I would say you would probably want to put like, maybe four or five of them in there, depending on how fast you want it to fill in. Correct. Okay, yeah, and I think then they the get ten feet wide. Between, I'm sorry. What? The spacing in between the um, the Eugenius. I w- I would say probably probably two to th- between two and three feet. Okay, so I'll measure off how much land I have uh, that I need to have it fill in, and then I'll come in and uh, and get it for you guys. And I'm so glad that I finally found you after you guys went off the other uh, KFMB, I think was the mm-hmm. one you were on. Yep. And then I couldn't find you, and then you had it in the uh, news your your newsletter, but then you didn't put the call number, so oh. you while to find it and. <laughs> But I finally got you, and I've got it on my radio, and it's marked off, so I, you're there forever. <laughs> Wonderful. Very Thank nice. you for Thank taking you. the time to look, to, to look for us. We, re- we really appreciate well, well, it. You, you give out so much information, and there's a lot of times people call in with something I didn't realize that, yes, I need to find out about that, too. So it's, it's always refreshing, and, and since I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning— I'm an early riser. Six o'clock is just fine for me, and it okay. works out perfectly. <laughs> well, so we're... thank you so much, and I look forward to continuing to listen to you guys. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Have a great okay. weekend. Uh, you've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We need to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, you know, talking about another um, another holiday plant that we haven't stocked in. We've actually been selling quite a few of them are um, amaryllis. Um, oh, yeah. And that's a really nice plant. And they should be, well, some of them are in bloom now, but uh, if they're not in bloom, they should be blooming by the time uh, the holiday rolls around. And I noticed yesterday 
we had some dwarf amaryllis. Did you happen to see I, those? I didn't see those, no. They're in, I think they're in four-inch pots. Okay. They have little flower spikes on them about maybe six inches tall and little teeny amaryllis flowers on them. Huh. I've never seen them before. I don't I, know that I have either, I, honestly. I don't I. I don't know where they came from. I don't know where Brian found them, but they're... That, that's they're, another bulb that you get that going, you'll have them oh, for the yeah. rest yeah, of your life. Forever. 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 Yeah. forever. Um, I know my dad had a... Uh, was it Amaryllis Papilio? The, Papilio. The, pretty one. Butterfly. The, the, the butterfly Amaryllis. Yeah. Really pretty. Kind of a reddish-brown, yeah, purple. Yeah. Uh, but striped. The striped. flowers are striped. And he had one in a he had one in a container... I don't know if he still got it or not, but that thing just kept multiplying and multiplying and multiplying. It was almost the container was almost the size of a fifteen gallon can, and it was completely full. Wow! Of on amaryllis. Yeah, well, flowers are showy. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a neat plant, a a really neat one. Um, we still have a good supply of potatoes in stock. Uh, if you want to. If, if you need your potatoes own. for if your you, Christmas dinner. If, if you need potatoes, <laughs> yeah. If, if potatoes run short at the grocery store, you can get some from us. They won't be huge, but um, they're they're actually pretty good size. They are, actually, good size, yeah. Um, tubers this year. Um, but growing, and as you've said in the past, grow, growing potatoes is... It's easy. It's super easy. Yeah. We have a we have a great crop right now. We have tons of, of potato plants coming up in the garden. Yeah, I've never grown them. And, um, and as you've heard in the past, and I've said, but you know, being the lazy gardener, I didn't plant any. These are all because when you har- if you don't harvest those, yeah. them all, there's always one or two or four or yeah, six they, in a large space, truth. and every one of them come back when the weather's right, and so they're just the entire garden is covered in, in potatoes in that section. Yeah, so we got plenty plenty of those. Garlic is starting to thin out, and the um, onion Shall- starts are onion Shallots starts are pretty onions, are. Yeah. Are starting to thin out too, right. so there's still a few though. If you want to, if you want to get them in, uh, let's see. We're gonna go back up to North County to Dennis in Escondido. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well, thank you. I appreciate you guys so much. You wouldn't believe it. Well, thank you. But uh, I live in the rural area of Escondido, and I've lived there in this house for since 1978, and I haven't ever had this problem before. Have quite a bit of open space, a lot of grass. And I've been noticing little paw prints on my back porch and on the asphalt driveway. Now, all of a sudden, I'm getting six-inch diameter patches ripped up out of my lawn. Uh, I may have as many as a dozen of them ripped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on? Probably probably skunks or maybe raccoons. Yep. You must have grubs in your lawn. Uh, they come in. And they can they can smell them, and with when they find them, they start digging to get to them. Uh, the easiest way to treat it is to put down a grub control on your lawn. If you get rid of the grubs, the whatever whichever critter it is that's coming in and digging for them is not going to do it anymore. But that that is most likely what the case is: is that you've you've got some some patches where there's some grubs in the yard, and something that's living in your neighborhood has found them and is coming after them. Okay, so I just go to the nursery and say I need some grub control. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. There's a couple of different ways. There's there's a beneficial nematode that you can use, but uh, if you if you've got a big lawn area, probably the um, bio advanced grub control is the easiest way to easiest way to control. There's granulated yeah, there are num- and or liquids. Yeah, you yeah. Can use. There's Liquid a couple different chemicals. Faster, but yeah. Yeah, but that, okay. that yeah you get you get rid of the grubs and you you get rid of the grubs and whatever's digging for them is going to move on and you shouldn't have that issue anymore. Okay, bio advanced. What did you say? Grub control. Grub control. Okay. Yeah. Just Very just good. come in Thank with the so grub much. control part. We'll remember. We'll be yeah. able to help if you. you. If you come in and ask for grub control, we'll get you set up with whatever's going to work the easiest for you. Very good. Thank you. Okay. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Um. Uh, yeah, that it's not as common as it used to be. It, but it's it, not, but I'm laughing to myself because yesterday I had a customer coming and asking for ways to keep skunks out of his yard. Right. So, the, so I guess maybe he lives next next door to this gentleman. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're they do that. They'll come in, they'll dig up. I've I've had it in my uh, vegetable garden area where they dig up to get grubs. Yeah, up, they can put be, up the trail camera and you see what you got. They can be they can be very destructive. They can be. Um, you know the. Um, I don't remember Lauren Nancaro used to tout uh, making a a repellent, 
or a deterrent, I should say, uh, using habanero peppers and habanero peppers and I think garlic and dish soap and water and put that out. And you, you can do that too. Uh, you put that out on a lawn area and they come into the yard and yeah. get a snoot full of that. They, they typically will move on uh, and leave the area but or leave it alone. But it, you get rid of the root cause of it, which is the actual grubs themselves. And right. that, 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 that does that does typically solve the problem, but yeah, they can they can be destructive. They they yeah. get in there, they they'll they'll tear it up good. University of California, when they talk about uh, a lot of the repellents for for many things like gophers and rabbits, they often say that there are no known effective uh, repellents for those critters. However, mm-hmm. for skunks, they actually say that a, a rag soaked with ammonia has been uh, pr- proven or has been uh, used to help deter. But how many rags Skunks. do you have to put out on I, your lawn? I, yeah, I guess you wouldn't put them. If, I guess this would be more so if they're getting into your shed or under your, you know, under your barn or something, as opposed to your lawn. But they say that that does work. Interesting. It is, it is interesting because normally they they're one of the first folks to say none of this stuff works. Yeah. So. Huh. Very interesting. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Uh, David Ross should be returning within the next week or two, so look forward to having him back. And I think that's it for today. We'll, have, we'll be back next Saturday with another hour of Garden Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.